Yeah, Chris, you want to do the intro this week? <laughs> Are you saying that just because I stuffed my mouth right before we started? <laughs> no. That would be mean. Um, that would be mean-spirited. Hi there. Well, I guess I won't do it this week no i want to i want to hear your take i want to i want to this is this is like we've cast a new actor as joker like there's definitely going to be some reminiscent of my performance but like it's got to be your own thing it's your own take on the character let's hear the chris intro okay here we go this is my uh hello thank you for having me come in this is my audition for harrison stewart um (laughs) okay all right, great, Chris. Uh, whenever you're ready, and it, it is pronounced Whedon. Is that correct? Hey, why don't you go to hell? Um. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Very good. Uh, whenever you're ready, Mr. Whedon. Hi there. All right, that was it. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I honestly. Did y'all feel that? Did y'all feel that? Are you? I... <laughs> I felt it. I like that you would look to the other people at the table. <laughs> yeah. As, as, <laughs> as if that's a thing anyone at an audition table ever has done. <laughs> uh, yeah, gone. Y'all feel that? Did y'all feel that? Wow. I don't even think... You know what? Charles, go clear off everybody in the hallway. I think we've got our Harrison Stewart. What? Wow. I think I think we can cast... I think I, as, as a cast... as the casting director uh don't need to clear it with anyone that's how movies work i do think you're hired if either of us or if both of us by some weird and probably mean twist of fate become celebrities Mm -hmm. and this is this is only if both of us and i mean it is a weird twist of fate because we'd have to be huge celebrities to pull this off but if well well, if like a shit ton of people die and they have to put us in movies we mm. need to make sure that we at some point play each other like play each like you play chris wyatt yes. and then i play harrison stewart yes. across from each other in, in the, the same movie <laughs> <laughs> i would prefer it in the adaptation of our own origin story we play each other's <laughs> roles <laughs> Uh, and we're just really mean about it. Like I pull a Marlon Brando. I'm like, I gained forty pounds for the role of Chris. Just drunk like, Chris every is day. skinnier than you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not No oh, deep in character is what's happening. <laughs> That's all. I'm a I'm a I'm a Jared Leto type. Uh, oh well um, don't let me get in the way though. Yeah. We were introducing a no. the show, I think. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I yeah. Uh, the show where we watch bad shit so that you don't have to is sometimes sad. Uh, it's not that important to me. It's true. But you know what is important? Music. you shouldn't see this is not unwatchable wow Uh, we're back (laughs) (laughs) he was so pleased with the song that he burped uh it's kind of it's kind of like when you burp and it's actually a compliment to the chef that applies across (laughs) fields of creativity if you burp after consuming 
uh, music or television. It's true. Or anything like that. Um, you ever been in a movie theater? It means Load a it means you. Yeah, everybody's burping up a storm in those things. Chris, I didn't burp once this entire movie. Whoa! Is that because it was not terrible? a single burp? That's because not only is it terrible, I I do I think it I think I I judge it even more harshly for squandering some dynamite <laughs> performances. Yeah, like, it really there, fucking there did. There are some. Really, really, there's some really compelling acting in this thing, and it's still a very bad movie because it can't get the rest of it in line that bad. For, like, it drags down the average. <laughs> For our listeners who uh, read the title of the episode and then immediately forgot it, we're talking about the the movie Foe today, starring uh, Saoirse Ronan and uh, one of the white guy actors that's that's kind of new now. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. His this, name isn't I don't know important. Him at all. He'll be more famous than he is now in five to ten years, and then he'll be less famous for twenty years. And then once he's kind of in his fifties, he'll like come back to win an Oscar. And then when he's in his eighties, he'll get another chance at winning an Oscar. You know, white yeah, cis men in movies. People... <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh he was good, though. Yeah, no, the wait, acting wait, performances is... in this movie were spot on. It was not the acting that did this movie dirty. <laughs> no, it was it was the fact that I would typically say that the best, my favorite sci-fis, and again, I'm talking science fiction, I'm not talking about space opera or, you know, Space fantasy. That's its own thing. Typically, the sci-fi that I tend to gravitate towards the most Mm -hmm. are the ones that are the best thought out in terms of how this new technology or way the world... Like, how does it affect everything? The world-building elements. The pure existence, yes, of this technology. How does it change things? How did it come to be... Does it make sense how it came to be and how it's being utilized? Yeah, or does um, it utilize or or is whatever it is like sensible so that you don't need to describe why it exists because that's obvious. Yes, but like yes. how it changed everything around it. I mean, that's a great point. That's that's that difference. That's a distinction most people don't make very often. The distinction the distinction between a space opera. And a sci-fi movie. Sci-fi doesn't need to be space, but often does involve space. This movie, Foe, even involves space. Not in the movie, but it is a a little a a part of the movie in a in a way. Um, But like the difference between Star Wars and like Foundation is space opera mm. and sci-fi. Like Foundation is a world-building sci-fi show slash novel. (laughs) <laughs> and and I'm so I'm so glad that you brought that up because one thing that Asimov was always incredibly good at was taking existing technologies or technologies that look like they're just on the horizon and taking them to their logical scientific conclusion within reason. Mm-hmm. You know, you're filling in some gaps here and there, you're making some leaps to say like if science say discovered this, then it would allow you to plug this in here. But the point is that, like, the, the sci in sci-fi is science. Like, it does 
kind of relatively need to play within some reasonable <laughs> rules. You can bend those all the time, but the fact that this was a sci-fi, a slow burn sci-fi movie that left me at the very end thinking, no, but that, uh, why does this technology exist? Mm-hmm. You did not explain what they're doing with this technology or why it exists or why it was utilized in this fashion. And that's a major failing. And that is a, like that. This is a movie I listener. If you're going to watch this, I think the way Harris and I are going to have to talk about it is just going to spoil everything. This movie is yes. pretty, it's pretty dry. It's bad in a way yes. where it's uh, you can we're try- we've been talking around it but but I think that's going to get confusing. So as opposed to yeah. working our way through the plot because the plot really isn't much in this movie anyway. Yeah. I think we can stick with talking about the concepts. If you want to watch it on your own, you might want to watch it before you listen to us cuz we're going to start spoiling. This will be the yes, this will be the <laughs> the point. So jump jump off if you really want to watch I honestly Personally, I wouldn't suggest it this time because, again, I like bad things when they are, like, when they don't have redeemable qualities. That's honestly (laughs) when something that's really bad starts to amuse me. This falls into the category of intense frustration because, Chris, I think this movie could have been really good. It, it had all the hallmarks it, it of being It threatens yeah. to get really good a few times. And then I'm just like, can we push the like these three, these things that you're playing with, that you're just like tapping the surface of, can we push in? Oh no! Okay, the movie's over. All right, and let's fine. but let's talk about it. So, what is the what the movie's playing? It's it's a near a near future. I don't know. Maybe it's supposed to be 50, 60 years in the future. I forget if they it gives it, it gives a date. It does give a date. Uh, it does uh, forty years. Forty it's, uh, years. In the it is twenty sixty five. It takes place in the Midwest U.S., which after forty years of horrific climate disasters and whatnot have become just a dead dust bowl of a place mm-hmm. and and without i'm like i said i'm not going to get into the plot points but basically a government official shows up at the mm-hmm. house as kind of the starter of this movie and the house is just this house in the middle of this desolate midwestern place where a couple lives saoirse ronan and white guy and they <laughs> Paul Mescal. Paul Mescal. And um and he comes in, basically this government official comes in and is like, Hey, we are gonna send you Paul, or whatever his character's name is, to space. His his as name is of, Junior. Junior. As part of an experiment to to like mm-hmm. see how people adapt in space. We want people of all different stripes and kinds, people who maybe aren't the most physically trained or fit or whatever, because we're worried we might have to move a lot of the human population to space. And this is kind of a little bit of a, a test run thing. And so far, the idea so far in this movie, I think is pretty cool because they set all this up with like the right amount. They do a lot of the right amount of being vague. And then their big problem is where they should really dive in. Not, and this isn't their Mm -hmm. only problem, but one of their big problems is where they should dive in. They don't at all. But it's like one mm-hmm. of the vague elements that I liked in this is the government official shows up and it both is unclear and doesn't matter what what part of the government or 
if it's technically the government this character is it from. seems to because it's yeah but the like implication is that the government and corporate america have fused at this point there's like a subtle implication which i love when people go corporate government dystopia because i actually think yeah. that's a more likely scenario um than any of any of the other sci-fi possibilities that people like to write about mm-hmm. but like it's a it's a cool vague element where it's like this guy like works for some kind of corporation that is also the government like it has the elements of a corporation but the power of governance it's like this weird weird thing that he works for but basically like hey we're gonna take your husband and we're gonna take him to space and it's gonna be for like however long it doesn't really matter but i'm gonna say six months harrison is it six months it does two years i don't remember it's a, it's a uh they they no they don't they don't specify they just say he's been like chosen basically in that they'll be in touch if he ends up uh going past the short list. going yeah if you're on the short list and if you go past it we're gonna come get you and send you up to space but don't worry about it we see that you're married we're gonna supply you with like a biological ai robot thing mm. that is going I'm to so like glad. replace you as a husband I'm... for Sir Ronan I'm so glad that you... So that is actually brought up. There's some text that pops up at the very beginning of the movie that just gives you like a little bit of background. Mm-hmm. But the one sentence that they provide to explain what 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 is set up to be what will be the central technology that is explored in this entire thing, it specifically says that it's AI-generated consciousness but in like a recreated biological format. So you're already like that those are not these connected are, things. Yeah. That you that These that are you, not things like we cloning can do. And, <laughs> <laughs> like even somewhat reasonably. Like that's these are very very different things and they're just like okay, AI, everybody's you guys are like all scared of that right now, right? Okay and cloning it's like those are not a computer consciousness is a thing duplicating a a biological organism exactly is another thing genetics like engine computer engineering it's those are not things that are that are overlapping to my knowledge in any significant significant degree currently it is yeah it's one of those things where it's like you can do something like this i would not go that route with it i would definitely grow go like a more like we learned you go cloning bio we've like created a biotech where we're growing things yes and those things can become intelligent yes like i would be much more about that direction and i think that would make more sense but like You can do this weird AI biofusion bullshit if you want to. But either way, whether you go that route or whether you go the route I just I just mentioned as an option, you gotta do some heavy explaining. Either way. You gotta tell me what the fuck is going on. Yes, yes, yes. Like you can't just exactly (laughs) That's exactly because the entire time like after that sentence, I was like, Okay. Like, I, I, in other words, I didn't immediately fight back against it because I assumed more on that later. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I assumed that, that there would be something where they're like, 
what the AI is doing is like constructing memories based on like patterns and like stuff like that, that we're somehow going to like feed into there. We've figured out how to like convert that into electrical patterns that we can feed into the brain of this like essentially empty vessel, you know, whatever, just like any kind of like, yeah, it really, again, you can skip some steps you can't skip the central functionality of the thing. That's not a, that's, I, I don't feel like that's a good option for sci-fi, especially if you intend for this central technology to be driving the philosophical questions that you want to ask and that you want to answer with this. Mm. So that brings up one thing that I really like about this movie is that I like that it's very intimate. I like that it's slow. I like that it is first and foremost about a relationship and the deterioration thereof. I think that's interesting. There's a lot that you can fucking do with that. <laughs> but they decide to have a twist that I don't think is a very good twist. Because about 30 minutes through, I started to suspect it. So, like, where where we are generally by, like, the halfway point in this movie is that a year has passed. The government guy comes back and is like, I need to administer some tests before we finally take Junior up into space. Right? But around this time is is about where I started to be like, okay... So she's acting really, really weird, always. Like, there have been some things... The, the movie is trying a little too hard to get you to think that she's cheating on Junior with the, the government guy in a way that I started to be like, no, like, you're... you're, you're that can't be the answer because that's what you want me to think. That's a that's I'm a red so herring. You dismiss that up, honestly because I miss. I don't think the movie did. I don't think they did a good job in trying to do that. Until you just said that, I totally misinterpreted those signals. I thought that all of the that's like, what I weird. Thought. I think you're right. It makes more sense yeah. with how the movie goes. But while watching it the first time, I thought like the weird like looks between government official and Saoirse Ronan when he'd like show up to their house were mainly just to like give like were like to give a source of jealousy for Junior because mm. like they one of mm. the things they do throughout yes. this movie is like the government guy comes he leaves and then they have this year together and it's kind of like hey like you know just live your lives and enjoy this time and you and you get and to also, see that they do not have the starts, best relationship is like well at the start at so like at the very start of the movie she's like kind of cold towards him like off and on uh and then he like does or says something sweet and then there's a year skip there's a time skip and it appears that their relationship is a lot stronger than it was a year ago yeah so you know you, the viewer, are thinking like, okay, so that's going to be interesting that they're actually, that they've gotten tighter now that he has to go. I wonder, but there's just so much weird stuff going on. Well, and that weird especially stuff with how made me think that like maybe he was like abusive or something and we were going to get, I was yes, like, definitely, go, my mind was going more that route of like, these weird glances are going are like more about fear surrounding junior and then junior would interpret those weird glances as 
something that indicates uh, infidelity. But, like, none of that really happened. Junior was kind of being a dick the whole time. So that's why I was, like, prepped for, like, abuse to enter. Which definitely distracted me from the twist. I I made it probably halfway through before I realized that they were going to do the twist. And then I was just pissed. Because this movie shouldn't... Can we just say what the twist is? I'll let you say it. But, like... Well, yes. I, so I don't so think this movie should have had a twist. <laughs> early, early on in the movie, again, that one sentence at the beginning, and then also when the government official initially comes to to like tell Junior he's going to space, he's like, "But don't worry, we're going to give your wife like a copy of you." Um, so I don't know. A- after the time skip. And they're in a positive relationship. I was just like, okay, well, obviously that's the clone. And Junior is either already up in space or, like, there's some kind of... Like, I, I, the, only, the only way that I was able to figure it out was only because I... It, it would be like if a Chekhov story, like, the first sentence was just like, I need you to know there's a gun on that table. And then it doesn't come up again. Like it, it was very lazily planted where it was like, okay, but now I know that that's probably the twist specifically because it hasn't come up again. And you took the time to tell me that thing anyway. So like once, once it got to like the 40 minute mark and we hadn't heard about the clone again, I was like, okay, he's the clone. Like that's, that's, and again, I'm using terminology that makes way more sense of it than the movie yeah. does. It, it is so unclear. Like, because again, the twist is that Junior is indeed up in space. Since about since the beginning of the movie, we've been following the the duplicate and Sasha. And that's it. So yeah, like, they but and and then at the end and it's not like the end the end. It's like the last like 20 30 minutes, but uh then Junior comes Erna back. Her name is not Sasha. Sersha. Um Sersha, <clears throat> that's it. But okay. uh yeah, then he comes back from space and they do just like this weird which is still it's one of those things where it's like Sersha Ronan has like a freak out moment after this happens to be like why the fuck are you doing this? And I like I agree with Sersha, but also from a storytelling perspective, like why are you guys doing this? Like I don't get it. They bring the, they bring the clone like right. to meet like the the original Junior, and like to tell the clone that he is a copy, and it just like obviously breaks him, and we just have this like totally. It's not like it's a bad scene. I just don't understand why any of it's happening. Where it's like, now we're just going to mentally break uh, this clone by telling them that they are well, a clone. And that's it. <laughs> and 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 that's the thing, is that then... So again, at the very beginning of the movie, they plant this seed about, like, we have the technology to make AI-driven organisms, is essentially what they tell us. Yeah. Then this government guy tells us that the application for that is that while these people are away to give their spouses like a fake partner. And it's like, oh, interesting and really fucked up and poorly thought through. Is this movie going to be about how Sersha is like slowly going to become 
terrified of how bad an idea this is and then it'll come and then oh no it already happened Sersha already agreed to this ludicrous idea that and the government agent says something to the clone like she didn't okay so also what they set up is that Sersha realized that she had fallen in love with the clone because the clone was programmed to be junior how he was at the beginning of their relationship the way i just described it is as far as we get into like parsing out that emotional tangle mm -hmm. you know what i mean like again frequently there are some fascinating ideas at play in this movie the central idea of the thing the central technology is that you have the ability to make these clone things and your application for them is the silliest bullshit, the, the most hilariously unethical thing I think I, I could think imagine. I think that's honestly like, what hid the what twist are for you me. Talking that's about? what hid the twist for me best is like, <laughs> why? Because when they, when they show, when they tell you that at the beginning, I. It's been, you watched it more recently than me. It's been a few weeks for me. But I do yeah, remember, I like, like, the opening with with Saoirse Ronan when they, like, actu you actually see an actor for the first time. And it's after they kind of tell you this little AI script on screen text info thing. I thought she was yes. a biological I did AI too. thing. I did, too. And I thought that's I what too. the movie was going to be at first. Until the government official shows up, I thought both of them were not human and that this was going to be a mm -hmm. movie about like hey we created these beings because they set it up so it takes place in a like air quotes realistic climate change future so why mm -hmm. the fuck are real people living where they're living it's like a major thing yes and like yes. it made that's why when we show up and it's like oh they live in this desolate place sure you have non-humans right. who are devised right. to like work the land or fill the space yeah. that is unsafe for like regular humans and i was like cool what an interesting concept and then it's probably going to be like i knew a little bit about the movie going in that there was like more of a love story so i was like okay it's going to be about yeah. these two machine creatures falling in love with each other not at all <laughs> what it was. But you're right. Nope. It so should have been. Like, you're going to introduce this technology and your use case for it. A government that is able to make this technology and able to send the population to space, apparently, or oh. think that it will be able to do that, is going yeah. to limit the use of that tech to fucking while, while like, your spouse to, is away. To... <laughs> Essentially, essentially to like fucking army wives while their husbands are deployed <laughs> is like what they have chosen to use this technology mm. for. It's like, oh, oh, free labor forever, and you chose to. Okay, all right. You you um, literally just invented like the the Blade Runner now, android. Let thing me, and, yeah, and... yeah, exactly. You you invented replicants, but again, it's even like. Like, replicants, it goes through the work of at least getting you to understand, like, what it is. Like, a replicant falls a little more on the side of, like, it's not, it, it is reminiscent of biological material, but it's more of, like, an android situation. You yeah, know? it's like, like we... this doesn't, this doesn't commit to anything. Like, it, it just says, like, biological 
consciousness, I think, is the only like AI powered biological consciousness is 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 the most that they get into it. And it's like, that's not good enough. But no, you're totally right. I did think my first guess was that they were both robots and thought that the other was a robot, mm-hmm. but that they were not. And then it would turn out that they both were. Not what happened. No robots even in this movie. <laughs> uh, really to speak of. Which is also silly because it's like you're taking Junior to go to space. That's right. Because you need him in whatever it is that he does that's so special can only be done by him. Yes, exactly. But you can make a copy of him. Yes. So send the copy. Well, no, they're not no. They're not taking him to space because... Are they trying to acclimate people yeah, to space? Is that the idea? At least okay. that's the one bit of explaining I feel like they did do. They also were pretty vague and could have done a lot better. But it like seemed to me the idea is like we are just trying... We're testing putting all kinds of people in space just to make sure we can move everybody to space without everyone needing to just because yeah which is like well like cool but that still doesn't make sense like the space part is fine still i'm fine with that fine why do you need to replace him for this like why why (laughs) why do you need to replace him why did you pick arguably the most unethical way possible to replace him and Again, the government agent claims that Sersha Hen is her name, Henrietta. Uh, Hen didn't know that they were gonna like kill the clone or like liquidate it at the end of this. And it's like, what? Well, well, fuck! What? What the fuck did she think was gonna happen? Like, you explain, you explain this thing is here to keep you company. What do you think they're going to do with it when it no longer needs to keep you company? That that also... Well, and what... And, well, what, and, oh. and they didn't get into... Sorry. No, no, no. I, I, there, are, there are always, to me, delicious questions to be asked and, and at least an answer ventured for, like, what pronouns do you use for these things you know like i i no i'm dead serious i'm i'm fascinated by this because most most sci-fi gets away with just assigning uh uh, a conscious creature it you know but they don't think about what that's doing and the dehumanizing that that like there's so much involved in that yeah that this movie kind of scratches the surface of and it's like they don't really consider this thing to be human it's like but why not it just performed as human like functions and actions as as humanly possible the killing is you are commenting yeah. on the fact that it surprised you by how human it is the, yeah the killing in at the end how is your conclusion sense. not <laughs> yes how's your conclusion not therefore I think at the very least we need to have a stay of execution, no? Yeah. Before we can uh, we can look at the data a little bit, see what. God, it's so it's see so what we annoying. Decide. Because this this one concept. Well, before I go off on this other tangent, because this is a fun tangent episode, but um, mm. but like the uh, the other thing that this movie like could have done that I don't think would have 
this one change wouldn't have fixed everything, but it would have really upped, upped our level or my level. I feel like of appreciation is if instead of mm-hmm. the twist being this guy has been this AI bio thing this whole time, the mm-hmm. twist is that it's it, it's been an experiment the whole time. Like I would much rather have seen yeah him, this bio thing show up, and and you and and not know that he's whatever however you want to do it Saoirse Ronan's hanging out with the bio AI thing and doesn't know that that is the real experiment the space thing is whatever and the real experiment yeah. is we invented a fucking AI powered biological thing and we're fucking yeah. experimenting to see what it's like and like how well, and also it is. the experiment <laughs> yeah the the experiment would almost be just as much on Sersha's character <laughs> as it is on the the clone thing itself which again that's interesting because i can i can accept that like a government organization, like a super mega corporation, would be able to just like dismiss the concerns or like, but we don't get any of that. We don't get to see. It's just like when you lay out the plan, after you get past the supposed surprise of 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 this twist, you know, after that wears off and you start to actually look at it critically in retrospect, it's like <laughs> <laughs> but the plan doesn't make sense. Why are why Not at like all. again the the they're acting like the just living as space is like the incredible miraculous technology of this piece. It's not. It's the clone thing. And we get as little information, as little analysis, and as little follow-up on the thing as possible. It's outrageous. To the point that I'm just like, I I I I I, I want to care about this. The actors are doing a fine job of making me care about some of these like small moments, yeah. like these cute little exchanges. Well, and what exchanges. hurts it is, well, you've, you've basically already said this, uh, but to, to pare it down and connect the dots, mm. it, what's up, what makes sci- great sci-fi great and what makes this bad sci-fi is mm-hmm. that... The concepts ultimately don't matter in making a great or bad sci-fi. What matters sure. is how and not how, a little bit how, but more if you are connecting everything. Because that's what makes, yeah. that's what the difference between, like you said, a space opera and a sci-fi is. It's like you, the world building. If you're going to give me these elements, okay, fine. You're, the, the government in this world is planning for eventual population move to space you also have ai biological things how do those relate and don't you know that's what that's what's shitty about it the only way they relate is this weird tenuous you know husband surrogate connection that's the only way they relate it's like no, no no you're telling me that there is a world that this world exists where people are going to space and you have AI-powered biological shit, you need to do a lot now to explain to me why we need to go to space. Because if there is AI-powered biological Mm. stuff, 
why don't we just have plants be growing themselves and fixing the climate change issue? Like, why is yeah, <laughs> why is the damn. effort? Damn. <laughs> actually, actually, that's not there, there. There are significant again. There are significantly more reasonable applications I can think about for this technology. And also, if that's how the technology, it like there are some sci-fi's where there's a crazy technology like this misapplied, but it's because there's some sort of central figure that's like trying to bring back his wife or, you know, like doing something where it makes sense that you would bring back a specific individual for the purposes of keeping somebody company. Doing it in the interim of someone's absence is not such a scenario at all. Nor would anyone want it. That is the most unbelievable thing, is that anyone would agree to this. Like, why? Well, and that, yeah, that (laughs) part, so I was, I was going to, I was going to say that I suppose you can make the argument that it was forced on her. If that is the case, that's not really made clear one way or the other. Yeah. Um, Especially since she decides to, like, leave at the end. It's like the robot awakened in her her initial love of her husband and the realization that she no longer loves who he's become and it's like what this is the weirdest route possible to get to this conclusion i i i i, I just i don't i'm i am ill satisfied by the rationale you have given me for why we're doing this experiment to begin with now let's say that there's a scenario in which the government just needs a guy. Probably not Junior. Junior would need to be rehauled pretty significantly. But let's say that the government needs somebody and needs the rest of the world to not know that they've been replaced. That's a reasonable application of this technology. <laughs> like, like, just... Yeah. A, a thinking fuck toy <laughs> is, what, is what they have created. <laughs> and it's just like the fact that they want me to be emotionally invested in that and to believe that, yes, that is a reasonable thing <laughs> that any government would do, that that's something that somehow would favor and further the interests of this government or corporation. I don't buy it. I just, I don't. No, the use case is... Unless, unless you're going to turn it into something incredibly cynical, like, uh, I don't know, Homeboy is, like, so misogynistic (laughs) that he's literally trying to get rid of the function of women. There you go. You've already got a more interesting, like, that's something that would produce a thinking fuck toy that's you know like just but again this scenario you presented as you have presented it is not a reason to bring in uh mr mr i don't know i I was gonna i was gonna i was trying to make a sally talks a lot joke but i was gonna say dildo talks a lot and i I mean, you know, it doesn't I like really work, at. but I, yeah, you know, we can workshop it. We can, like, I'm in the vicinity. I'm circling the thing for sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm just not quite on it. Just like this movie was. Well Boom. done. There it is. Boom. That's our fucking episode, bitches. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Love you, puppies. <laughs> <laughs>